happy 2020. Do you ever pick a word as a theme? And maybe it's multiple words for a year. I try to pick a word every year. Last year, my word was believe, which served me really, really well. And this year, my word is thrive. And I've been sick the last year and feeling much better now. And my intention is to put so much belief into the idea that I can feel really good and that I have time to take care of myself and my body. And that by doing that, I'm going to be able to run a thriving business while thriving in my body, which is why it is such a great topic for me to launch into for the start of this new year. And Jennifer Lyle joined me and we talked about how it's so hard to believe you actually have the time or the capacity to do that, but you do. So let's talk about how you do in this episode of the Biz Podcast. Welcome to the Biz Podcast, where we're going to talk about running a business you love while still having the life you want. I'm Lara Wellman, and together we're going to talk about dreams, goals, and strategies, but even more importantly, mindset, boundaries, breaking the rules, and getting out of your own way. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today, Jennifer. Yay! Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited for our conversation. Me too. Let's start out by having you tell everybody who you are and what you do. Sure. So my name is Jennifer Lyle. I'm an intuitive business mentor and chief energy optimizer. And that's the main part of the conversation we're going to be focusing on today. I help establish female entrepreneurs with grounding all their amazing ideas, focusing so that they can actually understand which ones are most in alignment with their purpose so that they can fulfill their purpose through their business. And then also using energy to maximize how they're showing up and also clearing stuff that's blocking them from actually stepping into their truth. I love that. And you and I actually met at a sleepaway camp for entrepreneurs, which I thoroughly enjoyed. And it was one of those opportunities that I like to take in my life and in my business to get away from the everyday and to be out in the wilderness and to be with other entrepreneurs. And that's a little bit of a, you know, for some people feels like being able to get away from life for that long is really difficult, which is a bit of a segue into what we're going to talk about, which is that idea that people don't have the time to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's something I really resonate with. When I first started my business back in 2008, I remember working with a coach saying, I just want to give myself permission to have two minutes to breathe. And she's like, well, take it. Like it's two minutes. Like, but I felt like I had so much to do at a small window of time. My kids were really young at the time. So I'd be working, 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 got to get lots done, trying to be productive, trying to make money. And then go be mom, go be mom, go be mom. Kids are in bed. Okay, well, let's get back into doing and hustling and doing all this sort of stuff. And I just felt like there was so much to do that I couldn't pause. Yeah. And it takes over everything. It takes over for people from the minute they wake up, especially when you've got the mom piece in there too, and you're taking care of all these other people and all their needs. It really starts to feel like from the moment you wake up and it's, you got to wake up early to begin with until the minute you go to bed, you are just on constant go, go, go. Yeah. And it's like you're running on fumes some mornings to begin with, if the kids were up or you didn't sleep well, if you had too much on your plate and you were just overthinking, and then you try to get through critical projects when you're depleted and it's not your best work, you end up fixing it and spending so much time redoing it. It's like, um, hello, 
you know what? You'd be better off taking 15 minutes, half an hour to have a nap, and then do your better work because you're just going to save yourself that time later fixing it all anyways. Yeah, and I think part of this comes from our society having taught everybody that the hustle harder thing is what gets you somewhere. It's the harder you work, the further you're going to get. But as you said, people are running on fumes, and that's not really when you do your best work. No, and it undermines our health. And when we are the foundation of our business, it just really doesn't make any sense. Like if we were to look at our business from a bird's eye view and think about how we're working, how productive we are, how we're feeling when we show up, if we're only at a six out of 10, then that's the level of output that we're able to deliver on. So when you're showing up for client meetings or you're executing on client work or your own projects, that's the level of quality. So would you rather have somebody working on it that's at least like an eight or a nine out of 10 or someone who's a six out of 10? It really makes a huge difference in your productivity levels, how happy you feel, your ability to think strategically, your creativity, your relationships with your clients, with your suppliers, with your loved ones, with your cat, your dog, right? (laughs) So you wish you had two minutes and your coach said, why don't you take it? And so what happened? I didn't. I didn't for years, years, years. It wasn't until I dove into my spiritual journey that I started to get it. And now I do a check-in throughout my day. Every day I do a check-in when I get up in the morning to see how I'm feeling. I do my morning practice. And then throughout my day, I do some check-ins. I pause typically at lunchtime for sure. But then depending on how my day flows between different projects, just to take a breath, just to go take a breath outside when the weather is nice. I get outside a lot more or I might take a pause to pet my cat or enjoying a cup of tea. And maybe it's not the whole cup, but maybe it's just those first few sips, really enjoying the aroma of the tea, just taking it all in all right, this fills me up. All right, I'm ready to refocus for the next project. And it is so huge because it makes me happier as I'm approaching my projects. It makes me want to do those projects more. And I'm giving it a better version of me. I'm operating from a fuller cup. I remember, I don't know if you've ever seen those Chopra Center meditations where you do like a 21-day meditation series. And there was one where Deepak Chopra was talking about how in the medical field, they have been trying to figure out one question to determine the state of health of somebody, their well-being. And so after years of refining, the question that they came up with is, on a scale of one to 10, do you feel you have the energy to get through everything that you need to do in a day? And if you're eight, nine, or 10, you're thriving. And if you are five, six, or seven, you're just kind of getting by, you're surviving. But if you're below a five, you're suffering. And just think of how many people are going through their days at a six or a seven. You're just surviving. And everything that you create from that place is in survival mode. It's way different than what you create when you're in that place of thriving. Yeah, and I think what's important in what you're saying and what I'm hearing, what I'm feeling even is women in particular, like just the idea of I need to do this because it will make me happier somehow isn't justifiable enough. 
but to say, but then I'm going to have a better output and what I'm going to create is better is like their starting place and the byproduct of the fact that they were willing to do it in order to do that means that they're happier. Even if we have to come at it that way, it's still a win. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I'd love to teach you this little um, my energy check process check-in for people to have a bit of an idea of how quick it can be. And it'll take a little bit longer just as I walk you through it. But once you get to know this, it only takes a minute going forward. And then once you have a sense of how you truly are feeling, you can do something to shift it if your numbers are low. And it can be as simple as one breath. You can be one breath away from a totally different way of approaching a situation. I love it. Let's do it. I'd love to hear how you do it. Awesome. So what you're going to want is to have a pen and paper handy. And this process is called my energy check. And so this is about you checking in to see what your energy levels are like physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. So on your piece of paper, you're going to want to write P-E-M-S or physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And then once you have that written down, I'm going to invite you to close your eyes, take a deep breath in and out. And ask yourself, on a scale of 1 to 10, how do I feel physically? First number that comes to mind. And whatever that first number is, that's like the truth for you right here, right now in this moment. And then if there are any words that come with that. So if you were to do a quick body scan, like, oh, you know, maybe your back is achy or your head is achy. Or maybe you're noticing that you're thirsty and I'm noticing that I'm thirsty. So I'm going to take a quick drink of water here. Or maybe you feel really energized. Maybe you're feeling fantastic. You had a great workout this morning, whatever it may be. And then you close your eyes again and you ask yourself, if you want, you can put your hand on your heart on a scale of one to 10, how do I feel emotionally? Again, the first number that comes to your mind and then a few words around why. And then on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel mentally? So if I was to give you a problem in your zone of genius, something that is maybe tricky, but it's something you love, love, love to do. If I was to give you a problem in your zone of genius on a scale of one to 10, 10 being really easy, one being difficult, how easy would it be for you to figure it out? First number that comes to you. And if there are any words around it, around your mental capacity right now, why you're giving yourself that number. And then you write that down as well. And then on a scale of one to 10, how do I feel spiritually? And this question might not resonate with some people. And if that's the case, that's totally fine. But this is how connected you feel to your faith, your religion, if there's a particular deity, if you believe in God or the universe, fantastic, how connected you feel to that, could be your higher self, or if you don't believe in any of this, maybe it's just how connected you feel to your purpose and what you're here to do. And as I said, this may not resonate with you, and if it doesn't, then you don't have to answer this question. But if it does, on a scale of 1 to 10, how connected do you feel to your faith, your religion, your higher power? your purpose. And then any words around that. Now, for me, if I have a number in any of these categories, I need to do something to address it. How did you do, Lara? What did you discover? So my highest number is eight. Okay. My lowest number is five. And part of that is because I have been going through a lot of stuff lately. But part of it, and I've recognized this in myself in the last year, is that I tend to like to stay in that middle zone as opposed to thinking that I can go to the top. So that's a thing I've been working on because I know giving myself permission to fully thrive is not a thing I've been particularly comfortable with. Ooh, 
wow, I really resonate with that too, because I know that there are times where I feel like I'm flying high in a good way. Like, oh my gosh, there's so many amazing things that are happening. It's like, oh, awesome. And then there's that thought of, oh yes, but you know, what's going to come up and what's going to just kind of ruin everything. What, when's the other shoe going to drop? So I can understand. And that's something that I'm working through as well. But I know that there are certain practices that I have in place that help me shake that off. It's like, yeah, of course you can feel fantastic. Like there's no reason why you can't. For me, when I did my check-ins emotionally, I got a three and there's just something that arose in my family this morning that I need to tend to. And I'm a little worried about it, a little uncertain about it. So I'm going to be giving myself a little extra TLC on that before I move on with my day after our conversation. But I'd love to share a quick technique that we can use to help shift our numbers. And it's really easy to do. And it's just one breath, but it's breathing in a very specific manner. And everyone that I've taught this to, at least one of the number shifts. And it's always up. So would you like to play with this? Absolutely. Let's do it. Awesome. Okay. So this breathing technique I learned from Dr. Andrew Whale. And he is a holistic medical doctor in the United States. And the breathing technique is called four, seven, eight. And the intention of this breath is that we tend to breathe really shallowly, just into our chest, not deep down into our belly. So with this breath, we will inhale for the count of four, hold for the count of seven, and exhale for the count of eight. And in doing so, what we're going to do is we're going to make sure that that exhalation is twice as long as the inhalation. So the ratio is really key here, but it will help us to breathe more deeply. When we do this, it activates this relaxation process that occurs at the back of our brain. It also activates our parasympathetic nervous system, allowing us to kind of come into this mode of relaxing. So it's like we tell our stress, like, okay, you really don't have to be this stressed out. Just chill a little bit. Everything's going to be okay. So with this breath for you, we're seeing each other right now. And so I'm going to do it and you're just going to have to count it for you. You can see it. And then I'm going to guide you through it and I'll count you through it. So I'm going to do it and then I'm going to count you through it. So I'm going to Inhale for four, hold for seven, exhale for eight. My tongue is going to be at the roof of my mouth, right behind my front teeth for this whole inhale and exhale. So I'm going to do it. So you'll just listen for my breath. So that's what you're going to hear in this, not my counting just yet. Okay, here we go. So it gets tricky making sure I bring in enough air and having that exhalation extend long enough. And then you go to a regular breath and I already feel ooh, more calm. So when I check in for emotionally, I feel instead of a three, like a 4.5. So it's already shifted just a little bit. So for me, my go-to things to help me feel better are going to be probably if my cat's awake, I'll probably go see my kitty cat a little bit and just go outside and just connect in with nature for a moment in just some way. But let's get back to this breath. So I'm going to walk you through this breath. And so you're just going to hear me go one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three, four, five. So when I change, when I start at one again, 
that's when you're shifting to the next stage. So you're gonna inhale for four, hold for seven, exhale for eight, and you're gonna have your tongue at the roof of your mouth right behind your front teeth during this whole breathing exercise. You ready to begin? Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna go. Ready? One, two, three, and we'll go. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Very good. Now take a pause and get back to your normal breath. And then go through your numbers again quickly. How do you feel physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually? And did you notice anything shifting? Yeah, I feel like the mentally and the spiritually are a little bit higher, almost like I feel more connected to myself. Nice. And that's one breath. So just imagine how you can feel if you take five minutes for yourself. And it could be just enjoying a delicious cup of tea. It could be taking that cup of coffee. It could be going for a walk around the block. And as I teach people about my energy check, I teach them 10 different mindfulness-based energy boosts that you can reach for. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, things you can do in a matter of like a minute up to like 20, 30 minutes, depending on how much time you have and how much support you need in that moment so that you always have something to reach for. But we can always breathe. So that's why I like to teach this breath because wherever you are, you can always do a deep breath. Even if you can't remember this exact technique, just knowing that you can take a nice deep breath and it will start to get you back into yourself, out of the and ground it again. Just one deep breath. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing to know that it doesn't have to be that you're gonna have to go and be doing something for an hour and a half when you already feel frazzled, but it is about slowing down and knowing that you aren't going to be doing the best job if you don't do that slowdown. But if it feels like a minute or two right now and a little bit later without it being like, it's too much, I can't stop for that long. I love that it's something that works with people's days and the chaos they think they have. <laughs> and here's something interesting. So there's a couple of things. One, I don't know if you saw recently, there was an article that came out that in Japan, Oh, was it Google or Amazon? I can't remember, but there was a big company recently in Japan where they went down to a four-day work week and they discovered that the employees got more productive. And so that's huge. And it also speaks to the whole neuroscience. I actually recently interviewed uh, a better brain business strategist, Dr. Bryn Weingard, and she's also trained in neuroscience. And she talked about how our brains are designed to really only work well for 45 minutes and then we need a break and then you do another 45 minutes of being really productive really focused and then you need like another 10 15 minute break and you will actually get more done in your day if you work in 45 minute chunks than if you were to just try to plow through for eight hours so when you start to work in a manner that's in alignment with the way our brains function and combining this little energy check-in and doing a little energy boost my goodness, your mood will increase, your productivity will increase, you'll do better work. You know, things just get crazy awesome. So I hope that what people get out of this is that they give themselves permission to do that little bit of slowing down, because we all need that in our lives and absolutely deserve it. And it's going to help you do everything else better. Absolutely. Where can people find more of you? 
Absolutely. So they can visit my website, jlyall.com. And if they're curious about learning more about this process, my energy check, they're welcome to do jlyall.com forward slash energy, or even just on the homepage, and they can learn about the seven day energy transformation. And I just walk them through this a little bit more over the course of seven days to start to plant the seeds for it to become part of the routine. Excellent. And we'll link to that in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, my honor. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for listening in today. If you enjoyed the show, I hope you subscribe, share with friends, or leave a review online. And come hang out with us in my free Facebook group, The Biz Studio Community. Until then, I hope to see you online.